1: But we'll entertain the conversation that leads us to the truth. What do we know? with are chips and telephones that are no different to you.
0: Welcome to Don't Wreck Yourself. My name is Ryan Placetti, and I am here to slowly, lovingly disentangle you from the internet's bullshit.
1: They don't love you like I do. And I'm Matt Saint-Singh, and I saw this morning that... Hooters is trending, and I just had to look into it. So why is Hooters trending? What do you think? Well, I think you really stepped on my line there, Matt, because I was going to ask you, why is Hooters trending? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry to jump the shark with you. Not really, but, you know, I think this is a, uh, we fail to kind of communicate ahead of time, and I think this is one of those instances. So we're going to pull back the, uh, we're going to open the cu- the meat curtain a little bit. Okay,
0: meat curtain, kimono, same thing. A kimono is a meat curtain. <laughs> in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a roundabout way. I've seen Silence of the Lambs, I know oh, for sure.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Matt messaged me this morning He said, oh, Hooters is trending on Twitter. And I said, that's amazing. You should tell me about it on the show because I hate doing research before an episode and we my know. life is we always know. so much more interesting <laughs> when Matt presents new information to me. Matt is actually my preferred source of information. Fuck you, Facebook. Well, I hope I'm beating out
1: Facebook. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, Hooters recently changed their uniform to shorts that look like underwear, to be quite honest. But they were already wearing 80s style booty shorts. Did they need to make them shorter? Well, no, they absolutely did not need. But needs and wants are two different things. These shorts, I just want to describe them here. They're shorter than what women's volleyball shorts are. But wait, women's volleyball shorts are horribly sexist. Imagine that. You know, I'm starting to think Hooters is not the feminist icon I thought they were. I'm starting to think that there might be a man to blame. (laughs) (laughs) You don't think this was a Hooters union employee decision? There's no way Hooters hires unionized servers. I'm like, uh, I would be I would be shocked to find that out. But th- what happened, the reason this was trending on Twitter is because there have been a, a few TikToks that have racked up millions of views at this point in which employees hold up their shorts or they wear them and they say they're too short. If they're wearing the shorts, it's really unsurprising. They're rack- They're racking up millions of views, to be honest. Okay. Well, the internet is a dark and horrible place where that where raising awareness
0: for exploitation can just lead to additional exploitation. But at least it's happening on the terms of the people making the videos.
1: Well, absolutely with the TikToks. Yeah, their uniform isn't up to them, but I think these videos and you know these tweets I've seen have kind of reignited criticisms of Hooters for fostering. What I would call an outdated concept centered around sexualizing young women. Let's, let's go ahead and take the bull by the horns, you know, just tie ourselves to the train
0: tracks. When was the last time you were in a Hooters, Matt? Because I want to I want to be clear to our to our listeners that you and I are, in effect, although although lapsed, I'm sure. Hooters customers.
1: I've definitely been a Hooters customer before. The first ever Hooters I've ever been to was in Clarksville, Tennessee, uh, when I was like 20 years old, because I I was in it for the buffalo chicken. Uh,
0: So I would like to confess that the first Hooters that I went to was also in Clarksville, Tennessee. We
1: we did not go together. I don't think we've ever been in a Hooters together. No, not at the same time. Now, when was the last time you were in a Hooters? It's been more than 10 years. I can't remember the last time I've been in Hooters. But I will say that there's a there used to be a Hooters in Chinatown, just like a few blocks away from where I live. Uh, but they closed oh, before the pandemic, so I, which I wasn't too uh, sad about, to be honest. I think the last time I was in a Hooters was probably about six years ago. It was
0: on a road trip, and I went there for the wings. And this is going to sound filthy because I am a... Food aficionado. I enjoy good food and I enjoy making good food. And my go-to wings are typically like a smoked wing, unbreaded. But every now and again, you just get a hankering for those dirty, dirty breaded wings that just soak up the sauce. And they, they get soggy and nasty. And But if you get them when they're fresh, they're still a little bit crunchy. The
1: food at Hooters wasn't bad, from what I remember. I'm not sure if I just didn't have a developed palate, but I remember That's it was it. pretty I remember it was pretty good, honestly. That's the, it, it's not nearly as good as you remember. If the food at Hooters was good, I would be there all the time. The buff chick sandwich was tasty. I remember it being good. I remember it being good. But w- with, these, with these TikToks, what is interesting is this shit is rated porn. Is what the waitress has said holding up their shorts. And it definitely just I mean, it looks like underwear. They again, they're shorter than the volleyball uh, women's shorts, which we've already talked about is absolutely sexist. And I think it being compared to porn is interesting. And speaking of porn, we do have a topic in the future, but we're going to get to that last
0: all right, as any red-blooded American, I am looking forward to all the porn when I get off this conference call with you. Just like just
1: like work. <laughs>
0: oh god, oh god. I mean, you're pulling a Tubin, right? Well, hopefully not. Jeffrey Tubin couldn't wait. He's he failed the marshmallow test. Yeah, talking that, right, you know. <laughs> if you can if you can refrain from masturbating on this work conference call, we'll let you masturbate twice later. <laughs> Oh, God. Be right. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just wonder how much money Hooters has donated to the Donald Trump campaign, because they are definitely moving contrary to the overall zeitgeist of
1: sexuality in America. I'm surprised the CEO of Hooters didn't get an appointment in the White House, to be, com- to be quite honest with you. <laughs> I mean, like he never even met Donald Trump, never donated to his campaign. But Don's like, he seems like good people. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, like, I feel like Hooters is like the food that Donald Trump would cater to an official White House. event. You know, a custom thing in Washington is, you know, the the national champions of all kinds of sports leagues come to the White House to get to meet with the president. So for these college kids who are the pinnacle of physical fitness, he catered fucking mcdonald's for them
0: yeah that's true but you also have to remember that donald trump himself is in a state of physical perfection and he consumes uh. almost exclusively mcdonald's yeah i feel like he's a he is a advertisement for Donald trump's, donald trump's personal trainer donald trump recommends that food for all of his clients <laughs> <laughs> and so did his navy
1: doctor who now serves in congress yeah crazy oh, crazy man that guy's a Johnny Isaacson. He was he was a heartbeat away from becoming a secretary of Veterans Affairs. It was going to be a long, slow heartbeat. Thanks,
0: McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. <right>. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of things that you might find in a fast food restaurant, I stumbled across an interesting image on Facebook. It is a picture of a bright red tomato stuck to the top of a
1: restaurant style red ketchup dispenser. It kind of just looks like 1980s clip art it, 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 or like even earlier than that. I mean, probably not. Clip, they didn't have clip art in the 80s, but it just looks like like dated photography.
0: I, I think the word you're looking for is stock photography.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's really bad stock photography from like the 70s or some shit. There is a stock photographer
0: out there right now who is super duper offended and has just stopped listening to our podcast. Well, his name must be Reuven Alfendor, because that's a credit for this photo. <laughs> well, that's the that's the credit for the quote, which is, Ketchup triggers in equal measure all five of the fundamental tastes, semicolon. One food theorist calls it the Esperanto of cuisine, and that is attributed to Reuven Afanador, who is, I assume, an instructor at Hogwarts.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. OK, so in equal measure, I mean, that just sounds like a subjective thing. Like, imagine I'm I can imagine that I'm trying ketchup. I don't know if I would be able to ascertain. Oh, I, I taste sour as much as I taste sweet, as much as I taste umami, you know. So let's let's go ahead and uh, uh,
0: let us remind them that there are, in fact, five. Ta- uh, there, there are five tastes That's- sweet.
1: Sweet, salt. umami, salt, uh sour, sour, bitter. That's yeah, five. That's five. So sweet, sour, salty. <laughs> Did you umami, smoke today? <laughs> sour
0: and bitter. No,
1: no. Say it again. Sweet, salty, sour, bitter, umami. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there, there are there are five tastes. There are five tastes. There's not six. God, what what is the mysterious sixth flavor? <laughs> well, uh, I mean, if you if you have twenty dollars in half an hour, I'll show you.
0: <laughs> sweet, sour, salty, bitter, umami. Sweet, salty, sour, bitter, bitter, umami. Salt, sweet, salty, sour, bitter, bitter, umami. That's five. Umami. That's five. That's five. That's five. But I feel like we're missing
1: one. No, there are five tastes. What are you talking about?
0: Well, maybe maybe I've gone insane. <laughs>
1: What's that flavor? This is like the this is like the Mandala effect of tastes. Right? <laughs> I remember there's being six. The, there's six flavors. The sixth one's ectoplasm. <laughs> 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 all
0: right. So there are a couple claims being made here. First of all, ketchup triggers in equal measure. I think in equal measure, as you indicated earlier, is a pretty bold statement. All five of the fundamental tastes. So not only do all five of the fundamental tastes have to be there, but they have to be in equal
1: measure. And that's a, a subjective thing. How do you measure that? You're asking you're asking someone to experience and report back, which is inherently subjective. Spicy. OK, that's also a, a, an, an objective thing. So no, subjective spicy I mean. is so the sixth su- flavor. He, spicy is not a flavor. Spicy he is, is th- a flavor. But it's not the it's not the five tastes. It's not the five tastes. When we say five tastes, what we mean is there are sections of
0: the tongue that can detect this. The idea that there are different zones of the tongue that taste stuff has actually been a little bit debunked. It's still I still think it's there. I, I still think it's kind of true. But the the literature that I've read says that it's not. Okay. So I think the first thing we have to ask is. Are all of the five fundamental
1: tastes present in ketchup? The, the ketchup that I've had, the American ketchup, there's definitely, definitely sweet and salty. I mean, the, you, you can find that uh-huh. in almost any any condiment of the United States. Yeah. Um, I would say there's definitely umami is in there as well.
0: There is absolutely umami. Uh, we actually talked about this a little bit on our MSG episode because monosodium glutamate occurs naturally in tomatoes.
1: Yeah, interesting.
0: So tomatoes do have umami and there's also uh, tomatoes are acidic and then most ketchup includes vinegar. So you have acidity and then you've got uh, salt, which is definitely present in there. Oh, unless, you, unless you're buying a low sodium ketchup,
1: which is still there's still salt in that, I would say.
0: Yeah. And, and then not only that, there are natural sugars in tomatoes and then they usually spike ketchup with a little bit of sugar, too.
1: You, you can get ketchup with honey in it now in the
0: store. You get all sorts of ketchups in store, but that 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 kind of brings me to the equal measure. You can't. There is no platonic ideal of ketchup. There are many brands of ketchup, and inevitably their formulations are going to be different. So saying that ketchup as a whole as a as a as a condiment group has these five flavors in equal measure is what's our control group, you know
1: what I mean? Exactly. No that again, I mean I'm not sure if there's like ways you can chemically separate the flavors in ketchup in a, in a lab. The way I imagine a elementary school science fair would work is they would just try to they would have people just try to detect these flavors and everyone's tongue is different. Everyone's palate is different.
0: Well, I can tell you coming from the beer community that there are absolutely scales and systems of testing. Yeah. To determine the flavor components present, and typically you could you could do that by you know looking at the ingredients list and then measuring them out. But in terms of intensity in beer, you have IBUs, International Bittering Units. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of standardized uh, the, the the bitterness in in beer, if you will. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So that there are chemical signatures that can be associated with with standardized human tasting, but again, people's taste buds and and people's individual ability to detect certain flavors
1: varies. Yeah. You want to hear something? This is kind of hilarious. Yes. Reuven Alfonador is a photographer. <laughs> I just looked him up, so he, it's it's, a, it's his photo. Yeah, it is
0: a photo credit. Yeah, it is a photo credit. As a, a, you know, so to Reuven Afanador, I would like to offer a, a humble apology from the "Don't wreck yourself" team. Sorry, it was never our intention <laughs> to individually hurt you by name. Reuven Reuven Afenador is a three hundred year old archmage, so. The reason I
1: mean how is this guy not in a renaissance fair?
0: I think I think it's beautiful that he's embracing new technology. <laughs> Oh, man. But like you said, there's lots of different uh, variations of ketchup flavors. So there's no uh, there's no standard. I don't think that we can say it's an equal measure. We can confirm that all five flavors are generally found in ketchup unless there's a deviation from the recipe. Uh, But if I had to choose a favorite flavor of ketchup, it'd be whiskey ketchup.
1: I've never had that. I've had curry ketchup, which I like a
0: lot. I like curry ketchup, too. According to a meme that I ran across on Facebook, Crown
1: Royal has released... Crown Royal Ketchup, a ketchup flavored whiskey. This is also a photo we'll want to put online because it's freaking hilarious. And I know Crown Royal is a Canadian whiskey company, and it's a Mm -hmm. blend of, I think, dozens of whiskeys, 40 or something like that. And maybe add ketchup in the mix.
0: (laughs) So Crown Royal and and a couple other major brands have been offering
1: a lot of uh, flavored whiskeys. Jack Daniels has one. Honey. Yeah, I love flavored whiskeys. Uh, I mean, Knob Creek has a smoked maple, which is phenomenal. That's really good. I don't like Fireball, but there's this other whiskey that's kind of it's kind of similar. It's called Screwball, and it's peanut butter whiskey. If you've never heard of it, it's only 35% alcohol, um, so it's kind of like Fireball. Listener, if you're saying this is kind of crazy, I, it sounds gross, I would say go ahead and give it a try. And what I do is I mix it with black raspberry liqueur and make peanut butter and jelly shots, and that's pretty damn good. I approve your course of action. There's no wrong way to
0: drink your whiskey. Unless it's Fireball. <laughs> unless it is Fireball. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't drink Fireball just because I think it's gross. But that's that's the... When was the last time you drank Fireball? That is a very good question. I know I my last time. I know that I have consumed it at some point. I just have no recollection of when that would be. I think it was a one and done for me. Was it in a Hooters? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, the last time I had Fireball, it had to have been seven or eight years ago at this point, And I was in... um. I was in Athens, Ohio at a bar and I wanted to close my tab. And the bartender said, you are $4 short of meeting the, the minimum. And I said, OK, what can I get for $4? He says, you can get two shots of Fireball. <laughs> and I said, OK, I'll do that. So he gave it to me. I slammed a two shots right then and there. And I knew that was the last time I was ever going to have it. That stuff it. <laughs> is so gross. <laughs> it is, man. It is. It is, man. It is.
0: Now, do you think Fireball is grosser
1: than the concept of Crown Royal Ketchup? Absolutely not. I would definitely try Crown royal ketchup. I would make a ketchup Manhattan. Uh, oh, I, you know. Yeah. Right. Right. And then
0: like I, what I would do is I do like a maybe like a mustard bitters. Oh, I mean, you Ooh. can do a mustard bitters. That's a, you are two thirds of a hot dog drink right there. <laughs> <laughs> you garnish with a hot dog and you rim the glass with ground mustard. I would use. Oh, God. Like the spears, like the like. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then maybe a little bit of a. I don't know. Can we get a pickle in there too? I would put, the, I, I think what I would do is I would garnish with the, with the hot dog octopus eating a pickle. Oh God. This is a way to not get invited back to the family reunion. <laughs> Rim the glass with like a uh, with a salt mustard rim. I think we're really on to something here. But here's the problem. Crown Royal does not make Crown Royal ketchup in spite of this extraordinarily
1: high quality Photoshop. Um, yeah, this photo, it says limited edition. It says Crown Royal ketchup. And it's interesting because Crown Royal, again, is a Canadian brand. And I have a few Canadian ketchup facts, if you will indulge me. Uh, I will double I, I will double dog indulge you, Matt. So in 2020, Heinz said they will start making ketchup in Canada again. Apparently they had a plant in there that closed down. But Canadians actually eat more ketchup than the United States per capita. But they're beat out by Finland. In fact, in 2018, a survey found that 56% of Canadians say that ketchup is their favorite condiment, and 62% call it Canada's condiment. But Finland eats more per capita
0: huh i wonder how they're arriving at that number because i know ketchup works as a lot of bases for like barbecue sauces and stuff so are they are they looking at wholesale and commercial sales, like total sales and then dividing by the number of people or are they actually monitoring individual people's uh quote-unquote ketchup consumption and if that's the case are they accounting for homemade barbecue sauce
1: well i think i think the way they uh Figure this out is I think they're just getting the data of what people buy in the grocery store. Okay, but this is interesting. Uh, in 2013, Canada actually beat out Finland. Canadians per capita ate just under seven pounds every year. Uh, Finland is just north of six and a half pounds. Where's America fall? Uh, so the United States falls about four point eight pounds, and we in 2013 and we tied it with Austria, but Sweden, the UK, and Norway all between six and a half and five pounds. So in the north, in Scandinavia, and the northern European countries, they really, really like ketchup. Do
0: you think it might be because those are countries with notoriously bad food?
1: Uh, I mean, well, I think they'd have the fish and chips. I think ketchup kind of, you know, lends itself to fish and chips. I'm surprised
0: Canada is able to rank, given that they're getting sandbagged by Quebec, who insists on eating their fries with gravy and cheese curds. I hate that shit. I hate gravy. I love poutine. You shut your... God damn
1: mouth. This podcast is canceled. You know, I i mean, I just um, I don't like gravy. You know, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. It kind of grosses me out. Oh, well, you also don't eat meat. So you're, you're stuck eating mushroom gravies and stuff like that. Yeah, right. Even when I ate meat, I did not like gravy. So let's let's think of a
0: high fat vegetable that we can use to make gravy for you. Maybe an avocado. Can we make avocado gravy? Oof. I mean, i would give it a whirl. I would try it. I'd give it a whirl. Put some ketchup right. on it. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Here's 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 our Instagram projects. We're going oh, to I'm, I'm going to make a. uh A ketchup whiskey cocktail with a hot dog octopus garnish. It's got to be a Beyond Hot Dog for me, but
1: yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's let's. So Crown Royal definitely does have a lot of various flavors of whiskey. Peach, I've had the peach. Yeah, so they've got apple, vanilla, peach, salted caramel, XR, and I assume XR uh, in parentheses it says red. I assume the red means ketchup.
1: No, I feel like it's like extra reserve. I would, I would, I would It's imagine. probably extra reserve. Yeah. Uh,
0: honey, Texas mesquite and maple. <laughs> but in, in reality, you know, whiskey aficionados, a lot of them will turn up their nose at these flavored whiskeys and say, that's not real whiskey. When in fact, you know, what is whiskey except a neutral grain spirit
1: that has been infused with charred oak? That's uh, it. <laughs> American oak, right? It's got to be white American oak. Well, no. In the United States, it, it, I thought I, uh, bourbon I thought it has maybe bourbon does, maybe Bur- bourbon does.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're thinking of the bourbon classification. So bourbon is required to be aged for no less than 2 years yeah. in new charred American oak. A lot of your old world whiskies, Scotch, oak, Irish whiskies oak. will use uh, barrels that are in secondary use, so they'll do their primary aging in a refurbished American bourbon barrel. And then a lot of them will be finished off in like a sherry cask or a pork cask.
1: I've had an Irish whiskey that's really good. It's called Glendalow. And this is interesting. They actually grew their own American white oak trees that they brought over from the United States. And they make their own barrels out of that in Ireland. Uh, It's actually pretty good. It's actually pretty good. That's a lot of work. I mean, it's it's, it's years of the making. They're not a whiskey. They also make gin. I think they were a gin company first and then they got into the whiskey business. But yeah. They're like,
0: when are we going to get into the whiskey business in 50 years when these trees grow? Yeah, right. Yeah. Maybe they had like little seedlings or something like that. I'm not exactly sure. So what do you think the advantages of a ketchup flavored whiskey would be now that we know that ketchup represents, if not in equal proportion, then certainly all five of the fundamental tastes? I think, you know, they've had beer
1: and whiskey flavored bratwursts. I think if you cook this and that, it'd be really good. I would definitely use that as an application. Oh yeah, I, this would be the you know? ultimate. This would be the ultimate like uh, whiskey barbecue sauce mix. Oh yeah, yeah. Bourbon barbecue sauce is a big deal. Canada again. They also they eat a shit ton of ketchup chips. They love that crap. I mm-hmm. remember that. From, you remember that from Iraq? I remember eating ketchup chips in Iraq. They were Turkish. I want to say.
0: I did not eat any ketchup chips in Iraq because my body is a temple and I don't
1: sully it with potato chips. You're talking about putting octopus and hot dog in a Manhattan, man. <laughs> in a ketchup I'm, Manhattan. <laughs> hey, look, if I
0: want to put tentacles into my body temple, I can do that. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess and so. And I have the I Japanese so. cartoons
1: to prove it. <laughs> I would definitely give it a whirl. I would sip it. I would maybe take it as a shot. I, I, I honestly, I just I wish they would make this crown royal. If you're listening, please make this and send it to us.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm going to make it at home, but it's not going to be nearly as good. I think I'm going to what I'll do is I'll do uh Uh, Maybe I'll dress this up as an old-fashioned and do a ketchup simple syrup.
1: Ooh, that's interesting. Anyway,
0: neither here nor there. Um, (laughs) The point is, Crown Royal is not making a ketchup whiskey, though I think Matt and I are both in agreement. This is a Don't Wreck Yourself podcast official request to the liquor industry.
1: Make this whiskey. Please. We'll eat it once yeah. For content. Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll drink it once. We'll
0: go to the bar and say, what can I get for four dollars? They'll say two, two shots of Crown Royal
1: ketchup. They would say five <laughs> shots of Crown Royal Ketchup. <laughs> we really need to get rid of this one bottle. Yeah, right. Yeah. It was limited edition. It's limited edition.
0: Um, uh, but speaking of other rarities on the internet, Matt, I believe you had another topic that you wanted to address. And I think you 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 teased us pretty hard
1: early on. Absolutely, no, I definitely did. Um, so this is comes from a this is a no stupid question that comes from Reddit. Uh, and first of all, I just kind of love the username. It's La Face. <laughs> 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 he asks, "Why is there no Crocs porn?" He says, "I can search for literally anything and find it, but naked chicks wearing Crocs. No, why?" not safe for work. Uh, And because he uses Crocs as the capital C, we're going to go ahead and assume he's talking about the shoe and not the reptile.
0: I've seen, I've certainly seen videos of people wrestling with crocodiles and alligators. Yeah, I feel like
1: Croc shoes has to be Captain Hook's least favorite shoe, right? (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, Croc shoes, they're very polarizing. Either people love them or they love to hate them. I would say Croc people are almost like a cult. They're like Disney adults, you know? (laughs) Well, there's
0: a lot of adults at Disney wearing Crocs. Exactly. Exactly. And their Mickey Mouse ears. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, there are definitely, I would say that if there was a Venn diagram of people that I imagine wearing Crocs, it's going to be people who wear Crocs overlapping with Disney theme park visitors <laughs> and people working in the medical industry. <laughs> oh yeah, uh,
1: do people in the service industry wear Crocs too? I would imagine they're pretty. Uh, no, generally because you need to have closed toed shoes. Ah, uh, that's that makes sense. That makes sense. Well, it's you know, I wouldn't uh, recommend it to wear on the construction site either. But let's talk about what a Crocs are actually made of, real quick. They're actually made of a closed-cell resin called Crosslight, uh, which actually. Can Consists of crude oil polymers, so they're not rubber or plastic, but crude oil, which is probably just as bad. Um, but crosslight is typically soft and offers maximum cushioning capabilities. And this is funny: in 2017, the high-end fashion company Balenciaga uh, sent models down the runway wearing 10-inch platform croc shoes. <laughs> oh, I know. I, right? I, I, like, I don't I know, even right? know what to say to that. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I understand yeah. that
0: fashion, like, high fashion is supposed to set tones and it's indicate weird. the future of things. Things start out as being these absurd things on the runway, and then they get normalized into something that people will wear that is sort of inspired by that. So, I'm curious, what look do you think would be inspired by the tenants' platform crocs? It's got to be just like goths who
1: want to be comfortable, right? Just like black crocs, just like. super comfy goths. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Sm- like Snuggoths? <laughs> I was going to say one's wearing Snuggies with skulls on it. <laughs> <Snug-offs>. <laughs> um So the question, is there croc porn? And the answer is absolutely yes. It took me all of 23 seconds just to find there <laughs> are croc. I did like a very cursory search on the internet and found it.
0: I, I let Matt do the research on all the topics that I don't want in my Google history. And this is yeah. one of them. <laughs> Yeah, and no absolutely, absolutely. I'm very concerned that these kinds of searches are going to affect the algorithmic results from my Pornhub searches. <laughs> oh, it's gonna the, the
1: suggested the suggested oh, yeah, yeah. videos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna mess with that. Well, um, so the video like I stepsisters I... and crocs. <laughs> oh God. Mil- hot MILF Crocs. <laughs> Well, so let's get into some of these uh, short clips I've been able to find. So I kind of challenge if some of them are pornography, as Face kind of points out, because these are just women. You don't see their face. You don't even see their torso. It's just them their feet and their legs and they're just like dangling their croc. Oh, what you're talking about here is a
0: subgenre of foot fetish porn. Yes. 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 Like shoe play is what it's called.
1: Okay. So if you type in croc shoe play into the hub, uh, you do get results. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So
0: I I think it's important that we stop right now as we are currently laughing at somebody's very deeply held boner fetish. Oh yeah, but that's fine. That's well, it's fine. We are going to laugh because it's fun. All fetishes are funny by their very nature, and sex itself <laughs> is funny. So we encourage you to laugh at our missionary sex lives or whatever uh, vanilla flavored whiskey sex life we we engage in. <laughs> you are welcome to laugh at that. No, you can yeah. Keep on, keep on jerking it till it jerks <laughs> it, until it jerks clean. I, I guess that's how that You're- works. Out-
1: you are two thirds away to a jack off instruction video just now.
0: <laughs> so just move your hands slowly up and down the shaft oh, of your Oh, God.
1: Stop. 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 We t- are now a boner killer. We are now three thirds of the way to a jerk off instruction video. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. We'll also put that up on our Instagram. So we'll be able to, to check that out. So, so some Before other. This, wreck wreck actually, out. <laughs> this is uh, actually. Yeah. This, this is, yeah. I, ca- I think I just wrecked myself. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, some of the other videos I've been able to find um, is just women cr- dangling their like pink Croc shoes down. At some, at one point, they're actually crushing it with their feet, which crush is a fetish. Again, we are not kink shaming. Um, we're not another- kink shaming, and we're not saying that
0: we don't watch these videos ourselves. We're just saying that they're funny. Well,
1: well, you know, uh, another woman, another video shows a woman who appears to be at a Dunkin' Donuts. Again, there's no nudity, because it's something you don't see at Dunkin' Donuts. And we don't see the woman's face. So you just see five minutes of her wearing these tie-dye a croc shoes, almost like a hippie psychedelic pattern, and jeans with fashion tears, as she is waiting for her food. And it's unclear if she is like in on it. So this might be a little sleazy, non consensual filming. It like looks a like lawyer action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it looks like. Yeah, and unless she was wearing these jeans. I would not be able to pick her up in a lineup, you know, so her identity is kind of hidden, but, but I, I, I'm pretty sure that the pattern on a tie dye set
0: of Crocs is like a fingerprint. Oh. There's probably a whole FBI database. And by FBI, <laughs> I
1: mean like the t-shirts, female and body inspector. Oh yeah. You- <laughs> You can always tell the tourists in DC because they wear that dumb shit they picked up at a stand downtown, right? Yeah, it's it's stupid. It's stupid. Um, another video shows a woman who appears to be on the New York City Metro, again, just kind of crossing her legs, playing with her shoes. Don't, we don't know if it's uh, if she's in on it. Could be another voyeuristic thing. She's probably in on it. There, are, I would there hope are, so. I hope so. Yeah,
0: I, I would think that our amateur pornographers on the internet would have the. <laughs> moral and ethical fortitude to only participate in consensual sexual activity on the subway when wearing Crocs. I
1: feel like that, uh, yeah. If we know one thing about the Hub, it's that they're, they're- Paragons of ethics. Yeah, absolutely. Why,
0: why do you think so many stepmoms trust them with their videos? <laughs> <laughs> but
1: let's get into a little more of the raunchier stuff here. So face says, I can't find one with nudity. Again, it took me less than a minute to find it. Uh, maybe I didn't look for this a whole lot, but and I didn't look, watch the video, admittedly, but I saw the description. And this is a, this is the the best one I could find is farmer's wife wearing oversized Crocs masturbating in the field. And and the Crocs are muddy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like she's got her she's got her comfy shit kickers on, and just like in in a field, <laughs> being ignored by her ho- farmer husband, and like taking care of herself. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, you that's,
1: know, that's the porniest one I could find. But but thankfully not the corniest one, because then we would get another <laughs> fetish into this. Absolutely. Corn, <laughs>
0: corn porn is an untapped genre for sure. I mean, when, when we first talked about doing this, I didn't realize that you were going to do this much research into it. And I was going oh, to. Oh, yeah. I was going to guess why this person was having trouble finding the porn. And, and my thought was, like, maybe there are crocs in videos that are ancillary to existing porn. So maybe you just need to do some sort of uh, tangential searching like. Nurse porn, yeah. dental hygiene assistant porn, people at Walmart porn,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts shoe porn. Yeah. yeah. No, at, at the risk of kind of embarrassing myself, I th- what I typed in was... Croc Shoes Porn That immediately on Google. That immediately brought me to uh, Pornhub websites that had Crocs. I kind of want to talk about the grossest Croc porn video I was able to find. Uh, again, I did not watch it, but the description is the video is only 16 seconds long and it's... Well, let's watch uh, it together, Matt. N- we make a reaction uh, video. It, it,
0: it, I don't think it's anything. It, it's. Can we pretend to make a reaction video? Just both of us make a shocked face like... <gasps> Uh,
1: 16 seconds oh well, I've, I've already I've already seen it I did not record my cru I'll send it to you later I don't know if we should be critiquing porn live on <laughs> anyway this video is just live roaches rolling around in crocs and they're being crushed by a woman's foot that's essentially what it is so oh that's that yeah. would never that would yeah. never get past the sensors much like space it's a boner killer um but this kind of reminds me of a I'm gonna go off in one short tangent here and I said before that I kind of challenge this idea of being porn, which brings me to a 1964 Supreme case called Jacobellus versus Ohio, in which Justice Potter Stewart delivered to what has become the most well-known line related to the detection of hardcore pornography is, I know it when I see it. Unless this was on Pornhub, if I just saw this video, I would just think it's someone recording someone's feet, and I would maybe say, okay, this is maybe a fetish thing, but I'm not sure if it's porn. I,
0: I would say that it is absolutely porn. I think that your narrow definition of human sexuality is limiting your ability to masturbate to weird videos on the internet.
1: We haven't talked about it, but, you know, the first thought that crossed my mind when I saw this question is, does this violate rule 34 of the internet? And rule 34 of the internet is, correct me if I'm wrong, but if it exists, someone is out there jerking off to it.
0: I think it's usually phrased, if it exists, there's porn of it. But yes. Okay, uh, yeah. And if there's porn of it, someone's jacking off to it. (laughs) if If it exists, somebody is achieving some sort of sexual fulfillment from it. Yeah,
1: absolutely, absolutely. So this doesn't violate Rule Thirty Four. There are porn videos you can watch of Crocs. Uh, there's even ones involving nudity that I was able to find. I did the research, so you don't have to, America. And oh, uh, well, go. God, I thank you, Matt. Uh, so
0: <laughs> instead of being the exception that
1: proves the rule, this is the rule that proves the rule. No, absolutely. Yeah, no, for sure. It, it's just a funny question, but you can tell this guy. Just he says, "I try to search it, but I can't find any nudity," and I just feel like you're not trying hard enough. La crap face. Well, now we're four-thirds of the way into our jerk-off
0: instruction video. (laughs) (laughs) And if you're looking for that mystical fifth-third of our jerk-off instruction video, you can find it coded into the lyrics of the music of Rick Reynolds, who has politely provided for us the song United from his album Portals in Progress.
1: Maybe not anymore after dropping that (laughs) line.
0: (laughs) Rick's going to be like, damn, they figured me out. Fair dinkum. (laughs) <laughs> uh, you can find the music of Rick Reynolds on Amazon, iTunes, and Spotify. He also has a YouTube, and you can find him at Rick Reynolds at Instagram.
1: Uh, we also have Instagram. We are Rick Your Pod. We're also Rick Your Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. And we have a Facebook listener group and a Facebook page, so make sure you're liking and following both.
0: And you can find me hanging out on the Cast Junkies server on Uh-oh. Discord. I'm also there too. Mm hmm. Just. Um, I'm mostly there to make dad jokes, but you can <laughs> you can pop in talk to, talk to us. There's a lot of great podcasters on there that are worth your time. It's a great community to talk about shows
1: that you enjoy. And if you enjoy this show, you can go ahead and send us your complaints, your claims for us to check out. We have a Gmail account. We are wreckyourpod at gmail uh, Please send us stuff. We'd love to fact check it.
0: I would love to read your emails. I know Matt won't because he. I is... do. I have. I started. I've started. I've started. Oh really? Yeah. Matt. Yeah. Matt's been. Re- uh, Okay, so dear listeners, Matt's been reading (laughs) our emails. (laughs) I know you thought it was a secret message just to me. (laughs) If between now and when next we meet, you find yourself staring at a picture of a strange catch up combination or claim, and you don't have time to wait for us to check it for you, we encourage you to go on Google, go to the anti vax websites, do your own research. (laughs) Delete your browser history, unlearn everything you just read, and check yourself. Don't wreck yourself.
1: We are united, but we're so far apart. And it won't change till we change. We are, but we won't.
0: Oh.